great, great stuff from Evgeny Malkin on the first day of training camp when someone asked him about all of the team's veterans and, oh, wait, listen, just listen to this. We're not veterans, we're like, we're still young. No, it's like, I, I, I understand, like, age hey, is like, uh, it's nothing, like, you know, but we like, we have great experience, you know, like, this is important, like, we like, uh, new guys here, like, young guys, we like, try help to them, you know, like, be like, leadership, this group, you know, do it like, same, like, what we do, like, last, like, 16, 17 years, you know, nothing like, like change too much, you know, just be leader, be strong, like, and uh, I think stay positive too, like, you know, we know it's not easy, every team try beat us, like, but we try, like, uh, focus every game, like, play right, you know, and uh, try team to win. <laughs> That's beautiful. And you know what? That is exactly, exactly the attitude that this team and particularly the core needs to have entering this season. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer, you might have heard, Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. The Penguins had their first day of training camp. No real surprises. Certainly not anything Unpleasant, and really, me seeing Valtteri Pustinen on the first line next to Sidney Crosby and Jake Gensel. This was a, this was a positive. This was a, a good, good thing for the future of this team. It tells me that management sees a lot of what I've been talking about here as it relates to Pustinen's skill set. I believe he is a player who will be more effective in the NHL than he would be in the AHL because he has vision. And when you have vision, you see plays, really, really good plays that need to be made by good players. If you're not surrounded by good players, then all of your vision and your playmaking and everything else go to waste. I've described that in the past as being uh, akin to a point guard in basketball who's making these wonderful bounce passes to people who have no idea what's coming their way or why. It's also good from the standpoint of let's get the kids involved. And no, I'm not being an idiot here and presuming that Pustinen's going to be your first line right winger. They didn't pay Brian Rust and Ricard Raquel all that cash so that they could carry Pustinen's bags around the continent. But it is important to... Send a message, even if it's just an intangible thing, to the younger players and to the prospects that, yes, you do have a chance to contribute. You have a chance to be seen. And if you're playing with Sid and Jake, you're going to be seen. We're going to notice you. We're not going to set you off to the side. We're going to create a camp environment that encourages, in the most upbeat possible way your outlook for contributing to the 2022-23 Pittsburgh Penguins. For example, and it's a small example, but listen to Mike Sullivan just glowing about Sam Poulan after this particular workout yesterday. I think he's light years ahead of where he was a year ago, and I think uh, 
you know, and I, and I think him and, and, and some other young players are are very much challenging for this roster. And that's exciting for us. I know it's exciting for them. Um, you know, that's an important element of, I think, sustaining uh, a competitive organization is having that internal competition where we have young players, you know, trying to push their way on the roster. And, and that's happened in my time here. And uh, when that does, it makes us a better team. And I think Sam's one of those guys. Good stuff, right? He might not even necessarily be a million percent behind what he said there. I'm not accusing Sullivan of being disingenuous. I'm just saying he might have a motivation to build up these players, even if they look at the roster and the lineup and see at most one available position on the fourth line, as Philip Hollander very bluntly pointed out over the past weekend. Let them be aware that there's a place for them. That's cool. But I'd argue that in this environment, it's almost as important, maybe more important, that the old guys get a little bit defiant, you know? This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals. For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. So Gino's joking around, and that's what he does. That's what he does. He has a tremendous sense of humor. I don't need to tell anybody who's been following this franchise for even a little while. But when he says, you know, we're not veterans, we're young guys, he has to have some of that as a genuine edge that he's going to bring into this. Remember one thing about Gino. And this, I believe, is pivotally important to where he is at this phase of his career. When I've brought up with him in the past about maybe morphing or adjusting his game, maturing into more of a two-way type, the way we saw later in their careers with other Russian players like Sergei Fedorov, Pavel Datsuk, he really doesn't want much to do with that topic. And the reason isn't that he's got some kind of quirk against playing defense or anything. If you know anything about uh, Gino's defensive metrics overall, he's one of the takeaway leaders in the NHL and has been for a long time. He'll do the occasional mind-blowing dumb thing out there, but that doesn't mean that he's not good defensively, meaning in terms of the impact that he can have in getting the puck back. But no, the reason that he would cringe whenever I'd bring up something like this is that he sees his game as being fueled by his skating, by his legs, by his natural strength in his foundation. His skating has always been the separator, as magnificently skilled as he is in every regard. The skating's always come first. Everything originates there. He's not like Sid. Uh, Sid will use those hard pivots and turns to wear you down. He wants you to get tired of chasing him around in the attacking zone. Gino wants to blow right by you between the blue lines, smoke somebody, 
once he gains the attacking zone and then undress the goaltender. It's a very, very different approach, but it involves and starts with his skating. So if he's out there thinking, I'm an old guy or I'm a veteran or whatever else, he's not going to have the same mindset about the facet of his game that he finds most important. If anything, players like Gino are going to want to latch on much more to Jeff Carter as an example. Not the Carter from the final two months of the season, but the other Carter that we saw all the way leading into that since he's been in Pittsburgh. He's an older guy, but the dude can still fly. And I can promise you that Carter feels the same way. He doesn't see himself as some veteran or older guy because he's still skating. He's still moving at a high rate of speed. That, I am telling you, is what this is about. When we come back, J1Q. comes from Robert Donahue who asks DK I don't want to read too much into combos on day one but Chris Letang and POJ were paired on the first day and maybe they might actually try it well Robert not to be that guy but where have you been hearing all summer long that they would this is something that I expected it's something that I'd heard from the inside going back to the draft in Montreal And maybe, maybe this is the beginning of a test pilot, really, for P.O. Joseph. Meaning this, if he's not part of the Penguins' plans going forward, and for anybody who's not aware, he's had an up-and-down evaluation, is probably the best way to put it, over the past two, three years where he's come up, you'll recall this, and looked really, really strong. He's looked like a guy who could be a first-pairing defenseman in the NHL for a significant stretch, and then just not. And then he goes back to Wilkes-Barre Scranton, and he's just another guy, and that disappoints management. Some players don't like backward steps. Most players don't like backward steps. That part's understandable, but there is a process through which you have to prove yourself to people. Well, here it is. And if you're going to have nine defensemen, count them, nine NHL defensemen in the fold, someone's going to have to go. And maybe you have, as a management group, certain guys that you hope will rise up that'll afford you more of an opportunity and make it more of a luxury to trade someone like a Brian Dumoulin or a Marcus Pedersen, probably the latter. Because if you say to yourself, listen, we have Pedersen, he's making $4 million a year. We understand there aren't going to be many teams that are going to want to pay that, but we can work out a deal where maybe we pick up some of the salary and save some cap hit ourselves. If, in fact, P.O. looks like a player who, well, they're kind of similar. They're certainly very similar when it comes to build. But is P.O. as good a hockey player as Pedersen? I don't know that. 
I don't know that. I can't know that. I would believe, at least in the moment, that he isn't because of Pedersen's experience. But there's one way to find out, and a camp setting is good for that. You've heard me complaining here for a long time now about bringing nine NHL defensemen into the fold when it still feels like another impact forward would be of much greater use. But you still want to make sure that you're using the best six guys, that you're utilizing the best six guys within your cap framework. If you can pull this off, if P.O. is a better player than Pedersen, and P.O. is making less than a quarter of what Pedersen is making in terms of cap hit, then you're going to feel a lot more comfortable and maybe be a lot more aggressive in moving Pedersen out, even if that means eating some of his salary. Yeah, so we'll see, right? We'll see. That will be interesting, even if we can... Sit here and presume, like you said, that you don't want to read too much into line combos, that this is something that they would take into the season. It's a proving ground in the moment. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins, and we'll do another one of these on Monday.